0: On episode 424 of Nintendo SwitchCraft, you can get some free games at Walmart. 2020 is out of this world. Fire Emblem has been nominated. Those stories plus your feedback on this episode of Nintendo SwitchCraft. I'm Victor from North Carolina. Don't get distracted by shiny things because you're listening to Nintendo SwitchCraft. back to Nintendo SwitchCraft, your source for all the Nintendo news that you can shake a stick at. If you are interested in watching the show live, you can do that. We record live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. You can tune in live by heading on over to twitch.tv slash Stomp. This episode of SwitchCraft is made possible by patrons like James P., Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And if you want to leave a voicemail like you heard at the beginning of the show, you can do that easily by going to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Before we get started, I I just want to remind everyone that I have other podcasts. You can find them by going to runjumpstomp.com slash shows. I just relaunched Run Jump Stomp, my original podcast, uh, and it is a almost daily uh, five to ten minute blurbs about video games in general. So please do me a favor and subscribe to that uh, in your favorite podcast player. And in order to do that, just runjumpstomp dot slash shows, and you can find out more information there. All right, let's get started. It's time to talk about Nintendo. All right, listen up, everybody. You 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 want a free game? Well, sadly, most of us really won't be able to take uh, advantage of this deal that is going to be happening at Walmart. It it includes two free day delivery. Uh, basically, you can build a bundle. Uh, the bundle includes your choice of a Nintendo Switch console, which has two options, and we'll get to those options in a second. Uh, your choice of a Nintendo Switch game, and it has five options, and we'll get to those options in a, in, a, in a moment. And then also a bonus accessory, which uh, we'll talk about that in a second as well. Let's, let's go to Walmart.com and talk about this deal. It's $329. Dollars for the bundle and it has a little build your bundle link so if i click on that first off i get to cho- choose between the neon switch and the gray switch and then um did I I, have, I I think i have to choose there we go so i choose that and then i get to pick a nintendo switch game um why isn't it letting me pick the game it's not letting... Oh, I have to click continue. There we go. Then I have to pick a game and I get a choice between Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Party, and Splatoon 2. Now, let's say that you are thinking of buying a Switch for a friend for Christmas or the holidays or whatever a birthday celebration. If you're, if you're thinking about uh, getting a, a Switch for somebody, uh, this is a really good deal and somebody might ask, which game should I get? Um, The answer is 100% for me, Zelda The Breath of the Wild. But uh, I'm curious as to of these five games, which game do you think would make the best part of that gift? Uh, So again, I'm going to read off those games again. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Party, and Splatoon 2. Uh, so I'm going to pick Breath of the Wild as my uh, as my game. I'm going to click on Continue, and then the other thing that you get is the Ematic Nintendo Switch Type C to HDMI USB and card reader. Uh, it converts USB Type C to HDMI. It includes USB H. Uh, I'm sorry. It includes USB. SD slash micro SD card slot. I like. Is this saying that this will also allow me to have um, video out without a dock? That's very very interesting. I'm not sure that I would trust it, um, but Walmart is selling it as part of the bundle. I I, I find it odd that it also has uh, SD and micro card slots for. That's just kind of odd. But I just wanted to let people know about this deal because it was, I think the deal ends on Black Friday. So you have to make your purchase and make your decisions before Black Friday. Yeah, the people who are listening to this show probably already have a Nintendo Switch. But if you're thinking of getting a second Switch for somebody, um, then now you have this deal where you're essentially getting a free game. I don't like that they're bundling in that weird accessory that I think most people probably won't find very much use for, but, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe a lot of people will be excited about that. All right, let's talk about another game or another thing. It's a game, uh, The Outer Worlds. I don't think I spoke about this uh, very much yet. I'm going to talk about it on Run, Jump, Stomp, my general gaming podcast a little bit uh, I haven't talked about it on that show yet because I was busy. I had first off, my recording software uh, broke, and I had to uninstall it and reinstall it. and that meant I had to rebuild all of my scenes from scratch. So that took up a lot of my time. plus I posted like in in the past twenty four hours, I posted three videos and two podcasts and I or, or three videos a podcast, and then I recorded another podcast for one hundred and forty three pixels. So I've been really, really busy. Um, the Outer Worlds is an RPG made by the company that made the original Fallout series, not Fallout 3. That's, that's a different company made that. Um, but I did get it through Xbox Game Pass, uh, which if you subscribe to Xbox Game Pass, uh, which I don't have an Xbox, but I have like the PC version of that. And so I got that game for free, or I hate saying for free, I got that game with my subscription. Uh, And I've been playing, I don't know, a little bit of it, and it's really, really cool. And I know that the game is coming to consoles and Switch very soon, but on the Switch, it is going to uh, be in 2020. Now, this comes from uh, Private Division's PR, uh, or Public Relations, And uh, they sent this PR to Nintendo Everything. Uh, Here's exactly what it says. The Outer World saw its original, I'm sorry, saw its initial release this week. But as we know, the Switch version is in the works and is coming later. Private Division has since confirmed that the RPG lands on Nintendo's platform in 2020. It was previously said to be arriving sometime after the other platforms. Since there's only a couple of months left in 2019, a release on the Switch this year would have been surprising. Porting Studios Virtuos is handling the port, so it should be in good hands. Um, I, look, we are dealing with the Nintendo Switch, which is a good deal less powerful than uh, than the other consoles, and of course less powerful than the than the PCs that this game is made for. I mean... Running at full resolution, uh, I don't have a 4K monitor on my computer, but uh, running at 1080p, 60 frames per second, everything maxed out. My CPU was at 80, percent which is insane. Like right now, I am recording audio. I have like 10 browser pages open. I have uh, my record, my video recording software is recording a 1080p 60 frames per second video uh and streaming it out to the internet and all of that stuff and right now my cpu is sitting at 37 percent i've got a little thing on the stream deck down here that takes care of that 37 percent when running the outer worlds my computer was running at 80 percent and all i had running at that time was the game this game requires a lot of resources, and to get it to run on the Nintendo Switch is going to be quite the feat. Of course, they're going to run at a lower resolution. They'll probably run at 30 frames per second instead of 60 frames per second. That will ca- that will give them a lot more headroom by making those sacrifices, but it takes time to take uh, these games that are made with more powerful hardware in mind and... Um, I don't want to say dumb it down, but um, make it possible to run on lower-end hardware. That's why porting to the Switch is often very expensive and difficult. Of course, the Switch is selling like hotcakes. Every month this year, it has been the number one selling console all year long. So it makes sense that, that even though it porting to the Switch is very expensive it makes a lot of sense for these companies to do that. We just have to make sure that we are patient and we give them the time that they need in order to bring it here. Uh, That being said, the game is very cool. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to be playing some of it later if I can find the time. I I have two podcasts to edit, and I also have to edit this one and post it. So I've got a lot going on. But uh, I'm going to try and play some more of The Outer Worlds later, and uh, and I want to record Run, Jump, Stomp later so I can talk about this game. <sighs> right now, I would say if you have access to anything else that can play this game, then go ahead and get it now. Don't worry about waiting for it to come to the Nintendo Switch. There, There is a good chance that you will have buyer's remorse because now it won't be portable. But for me, I would say this game is very, very fun. Uh, it's a great RPG. It's got lots of style. I will say this, the the text is really small, and I can't imagine what it would look like on the Switch's screen at 720p resolution. The text is already pretty small. Uh, oh, that being said, I was just saying before I started recording the show that I'm getting old, and... I, need to, I just bought a new monitor stand that will let me bring my monitors a little bit closer to me because I'm blind. Um, uh, so maybe, maybe it's just me who thinks that the text is a little small, but it feels a little small to me, and reading that on the Switch, probably not the best idea, although the Switch does have, in the accessibility features, it does have the ability for you to turn on Zoom so you can read... Uh, text a little bit easier. I've never really used that uh, as I don't have a problem reading text on the Switch because it's close to me and I have trouble seeing things that are far away. But I just have to say, Outer Worlds is awesome. And, um, you know, the porting studio, Virtuos, take your time, get it right because it's a great game and I want everybody to be able to experience it. If the only place that you can play it, is on Nintendo Switch, then, you know, just hold out and and wait. But if you have another place where you can play that game, then I suggest just pick it up now. It's super, super good. And um, I know we have Luigi's Mansion coming next week, so that's probably going to distract me from it. But it's an awesome game, and I can't wait until everybody who plays on the Switch can play it as well. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I've got a couple more stories and then feedback from you. Stick around. split screen only for the super nintendo entertainment system now you're playing with power superpower all right everyone let's talk about fire uh fire emblem three houses it has been nominated for the ultimate game of the year by the uh golden joystick awards this is the 37th uh golden joystick awards which 37th really that's that is surprising to me i didn't realize that this had been happening for so long i don't think that's right Maybe they do multiples a year or something. Anyway, let's talk about this. The ultimate game of the year. This is it. Our most coveted award. Which game will you choose as the ultimate game of the year in the 37th Golden Joystick Awards? Only your votes can decide the winner. The nominees are Control, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, The Outer Worlds, Sikoro Shadows Die Twice, The Outer Wilds, The Outer Worlds and Outer Wilds both have very similar titles, and that's going to really confuse the hell out of me. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, Resident Evil 2, Disco Elysium, Telling Lies, Apex Legends, Gears 5, and Untitled Goose Game. First off, that is a lot of games that are nominated for one thing. Uh, Two of those are Nintendo Switch games, I believe only two of those are are available on the Nintendo Switch, and that would be Fire Emblem and Untitled Goose Game, and I'm curious what you guys think. Do you think that, uh, that, where did it go, Fire Emblem Three Houses by Intelligent Systems deserves to win the game of the ultimate game of the year award? Um, That game is fantastic. It is really, really fantastic. For me, The stuff that takes place between the battles was enough to push me away from it, but even getting pushed away from it, I have like 30 hours in that game, and I had a blast. I had people who were sending me Patreon messages uh, that had 500 hours in that game this year. This game just came out, it seems, and for somebody to have 500 hours, they had 100%ed all three uh, of the house uh, of the house stories, so this is clearly a fantastic game. I don't think it's. I don't think it has a chance of winning. And the reason I don't think it has a chance of winning is first off, it's just such a niche genre. Whereas you look at something like Resident Evil Two or The Outer Worlds or oh, what else was in here? Uh, Apex Legends, like these game or Gears Five these games all have a much wider appeal than something like um, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Even Untitled Goose Game has a much wider appeal than than something like Fire Emblem. So while I think it's great that it got nominated, I think it's very, very unlikely that it wins just because most people are going to say, oh, Fire Emblem, I've heard of that, but I've never played it. And it's not that that game didn't sell well because it sold really, really well. But people who don't play on Nintendo have no idea what Fire Emblem is. So I, I just find it interesting that it was nominated at all. Not that I think it's a bad game. I just I just don't think it has very wide appeal. Anyway, stop repeating yourself, Bill. Um, just a, a PSA, I want to remind everyone that Tetris 99 has a maxima, Maximum Cup, Maximus Cup this uh, weekend. This is the eighth Maximus Cup. And in order to uh, or if you play it and you earn your hundred points, you can unlock a theme uh, all like based around Luigi's mansion. I have not played it yet because again, yesterday I was incredibly busy and today I'm going to be incredibly busy, but I have to find time to squeeze in enough battles uh, so that I can get my, My uh, Maximus Cup Luigi theme because I love the themes in Tetris 99. It is brilliant marketing for other games and it keeps me coming back to Tetris 99 over and over and over again. What a wonderful game. I I have more hours in Tetris 99 than I do most of the games that I have on my Switch. Obviously, not more than um, Smash or Zelda. But I do have a lot of hours in Tetris 99, and I have to say it's fantastic. So, if you are wondering how does this work, I'm going to explain real quick. And they explain at, at Tetris99.Nintendo.com/slash-Octothorpe-events. Uh, uh, but right down here, if you if you play a match, uh, you get first you get 100 points, you unlock it automatically. If you get second, you get 50 points. Third, you get 30 points. If you're between four and 10, you get 20 points. 11th to 30, you get 15 points. Uh, 31st to 50, you get 10 points. 51st to 90th, you get five points. And 91st to 99th, you get one point. Now, chances are that when you play, if, you're, if your skill level is roughly equal to mine, you will probably get somewhere in the 11th to 30th each time that you play oh actually we'll say this from 11th to 50th so that means each game you play you're going to get somewhere between 10 and 15 points and if that's the case then you have to play a minimum of 10 matches in order to unlock this cup which really does not take all that long now i haven't even booted it up to see what the what the theme looks like but it's it's really easy to unlock these things, and it's only for the weekend that you get to uh, try for it. So it started yesterday at 12 a.m. Pacific time, and it goes through October 28th at uh, midnight um, Pacific time. So you have until the 28th at midnight to get your 100 points. So load up Tetris 99 and start battling. And somebody might say, what is Tetris 99? Well, it is a free um, Tetris game where you play online against ninety nine other or against ninety eight other people, and if you are uh, if you have Nintendo Switch Online, you get that game for free. If you don't, then you can't get it. You can go to the store and buy it, and it comes with Nintendo Switch Online. So you pretty much get Nintendo Switch Online either way. But it's a fantastic game. It's my favorite Tetris game. I think it's my favorite uh, Tetris game of all time that used to belong to Tetris DS, which was a fantastic game. Uh, But this one, I think I like better. Although uh, there were some modes in Tetris DS that I thought were really, really cool. I just love playing this. It's so fun. And uh, it, it just keeps me coming back. All right, I've got a bunch of feedback Uh, Let me grab a a drink of water and then we will talk about all of this feedback that you guys sent in. The Atari 2600. Now get up to $30 in rebate offers plus a free Pac-Man. All right, we've got a free Pac-Man right here. I got an email from Jay. Jay said, I wanted to give you an update on getting my Joy-Con drift, excuse me, fixed by Nintendo. I don't think anyone else has on your show. I'm the only one on my show, so no, nobody has. Uh, I never really intended... Oh, minded. Sorry, I didn't read that right. I never really minded the drift of my Joy-Con until I realized Grid Autosport and Asphalt 9 were unplayable with the drift. I actually requested my Joy-Con fixed back in July when Nintendo first started the program, but I never wanted to be without the controller until now. I sent my controller to Nintendo with their free shipping label on Tuesday, October 14th, On Sunday, October 20th, I was emailed letting me know that my controller was fixed and they were going to overnight mail it back to me. After waiting until Thursday, October 24th, and not receiving the controller back, I contacted customer support. They said they would have to look into why it was not shipping back and it might take two weeks. I was really bummed because I was only able to play single Joy-Con games. Luckily, I came home from work the next day and it was sitting on my front porch. I was sent back the same Joy-Con that I sent them, so it was repaired, not pu- not replaced, minus the holdup on getting getting the shipping back. It was very easy and free. Jay, thank you very much for the email. If you want to email the show, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, and I might read it on the show. I get a lot of email. I don't read them all on the show, but uh, I do read all of them. Um, when I sent in my Joy-Con to get fixed because it had that antenna issue with the with the launch switch... Uh, where the antennas were a little too short and then they would lose their connection. When I sent that back, like it was like lightning how fast it came back to me. It was really, really crazy. It's too bad that you ended up having to wait <clears throat> 10 days, in, or well, actually 11 days to get that. That's too bad. Uh, but thank you for, for the update, and uh, if anybody else has stories like that to share, please feel free. Uh, a couple episodes ago, I asked people for their best video game-related gift memories, And I got an email from Scott. Scott says, Hey Bill, my best video game related gift memory was a few years back. The girl I was dating at the time surprised me with a birthday gift. We were already in Montreal and she led me out one evening not telling me where we were going. A few metro and bus ride stops later, we walked into a building and I agreed to avert and hide my eyes in order to save the surprise to the last minute. It turned out... She got us tickets for a live Zelda orchestra concert, which was absolutely amazing. She was a video game lover, but more Pokemon and hadn't really ever played much Zelda. So this was all for me. I was 13 years old all over again with a big grin the whole time and getting rather emotional. Sadly, a few years later, I did have to end that relationship for reasons I won't get into, but I still think fondly upon that moment and hope one day to meet a new relationship with somebody who is as considerate and appreciates video games that much. Uh, thank you very much for the email, Scott. That's an awesome story. I've always wanted to go to one of those concerts, and I've never had the chance because I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, that's something I'm. You know, I'm going to have to look into it and see if they're going to be touring anywhere near nearby. I'm doing air quotes for those of you not watching the video. Um, (laughs) because again, there's nothing near me. So no matter where they go, it's probably going to be a five hour drive for me. Um, but it's definitely something I want to look into because that does sound really, really awesome. I got a a tweet from Ivan Rodriguez. They said, uh, just heard about that dentist that spent a million dollars on those sealed Nintendo games question is, when buying sealed games, how do you know it's genuine without unsealing the actual game? Someone could have just made the packaging and sealed it up. And uh, you know what? That's that's a very good point. I actually have on the shelf behind me uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 sealed in a box, and I don't know that it's sealed. Well, actually, hold on. No, that's not right. That, that's not true. It's not Super Mario Brothers 2. It's because uh, that one's not sealed. Uh, I do have uh, Donkey Kong uh, for the ColecoVision. You can't see it because my chair's in the way. But Donkey Kong for the ColecoVision is on the shelf behind me. And that's sealed in a box. And I'm just assuming that the person is being honest when I bought it. I didn't spend a lot of money. It's not like I'm Mr. Dentist Man with the million dollars. So I didn't spend tons of money on it. I'm just going to assume that it was. I also assume that when you're spending this kind of money, there are people who have ways that they can find out if it's the real deal. Uh, just like when you take a painting to an art dealer and they can look at the brushstrokes or something and be like, yes, this is a genuine Picasso. Uh, no, this is a, a, a you know a fake. Um, I'm sure that there are ways of telling um but I don't know what they are. That's a really good question though, Ivan. So thank you for uh, sending that in. And speaking of Ivan, Ivan sent in a second, uh, not a question this time, but they wanted to let people know about this Bluetooth uh, adapter that they got. It is a, just bought this bad boy, uh, Bluetooth USB-C and USB adapter from Kit. That's a weird name. Uh, they are awesome and took set ten seconds to set up and work with my Bose Quiet Comfort. I am now wirelessly listening listening to my games on the Switch. So if you look at the picture, basically it's got like this USB C thing, and you've got USB C on the bottom of your Switch. So you just snap that in, and then you can connect your um uh, your your Bluetooth headphones to your Switch. Now my question to Ivan is. Oh, and look at that! He even he even sent us a picture of it hooked on his switch. That is really small. That is very good. I like the way that that looks. My question is, if you have a Bluetooth headset that has microphones, because I would really like to know if you can use voice chat on something like say, uh, like say Fortnite, because Fortnite has has built in voice chat. And normally, what you would have to do is you would have to use the uh, the, um, the 3.5 millimeter jack for your, for your uh, headphone jack on the top of your Switch. But if you, if you have headphones that have built-in microphone, then perhaps this is the way to go. I would love to find out if that's a possible, uh, I'm sorry, a possibility. Uh, so Ivan, if you could let us know, that would be fantastic. That would really be awesome. All right, Uh, I think that's it for today's episode. If you want to become part of the community, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, and you can get a hold of me through email or Twitter. Uh, This show is part of the Giant-Sized Team-Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net. And if you are looking for ways to support the show, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And don't forget, I've got other podcasts that you can check out. If you like this one, you're probably going to like the other one. You can find all of those over at runjumpstomp.com slash shows. I have Run Jump Stomp as one of them, Uh, 143 pixels, which is coming out on November 5th. And it'll actually have like a preview that comes out before the 5th. I'll let you all know when that happens. I also have Stadia Cast and then, of course, Nintendo Switchcraft. But please take a minute, go to runjumpstomp.com shows and subscribe to all of those shows because the more people that download those, the more that people are going to be able to, uh, the more that people will end up checking them out. Anyway, I'm out of here. The music that you are hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I will see you next time. Stay awesome. Bye-bye.